Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Check out the original DG Designs at David Gardner's Jewelers 911 University Drive in front of Audio Video. Trends strengthening America. To learn how you can help, visit legion.org. No matter who we are or where we come from, we all experience difficulties in life. Military veterans know that sometimes it takes strength and determination to make it through. Whether it's obvious physical challenges or struggles on the inside, it takes strength to ask for help when you need it. I knew that I had to get support, not just for me, but for the sake of my wife and kids. Talking about it has helped me feel more like myself again. Honestly, it was hard to open up at first but it's changed my life for the better. Learn how veterans like us have reached out for help and hear stories of strength and recovery at maketheconnection.net. Aggieland, this is your home for Texas A&M baseball. It's only 1150 AM and 93.7 FM. You're listening to KZNE College Station, Brian. the Dollar Floor Store in Bryant for all your quality floors at discount prices. Get Mohawk brand vinyl glue down planks starting at just 49 cents a square foot. They keep the supplies you need in stock and installers are always welcome. Visit the Big Orange Building just south of the Bend on Texas Avenue in Bryant. You pay less, but you get much more. Great saving selection. Why pay more? Shop at the Dollar Floor Store. 808 Technologies combines over 40 years of experience in electronics integration, specializing in sound, video, automation, and networking for both residential and commercial applications. The result is unmatched performance visually, sonically, and functionally. For the next level in custom electronic design and installation, contact 808 Technologies for a free consultation at 808tech.net. That's 808tech.net. Welcome to the Writer's Roundtable with your host, Chip Hauer, along with Robert Cessna and Rusty Burson. The Writer's Roundtable is brought to you by 808 Technologies and Lucko Ranch Pond Management. And welcome in. Uh, this portion of our show is brought to you by the Dollar Floor Store. Glad to have you with us on this Monday. Some Mondays you uh, kind of stretch to try to figure out what you're going to talk about. Some Mondays you don't have to stretch as much. It's been an interesting uh, 36 hours or so around uh, town cease. And, um, you know, always we talked about was Jimbo going to make the year, right? And I think before last week, in my mind, in talking to people, the consensus was, yeah, he's probably going to get another year. Um, it was interesting to hear Ross talk today that the Mississippi game was kind of the breaking point for him. I think of that along with whether it was just Ross or someone behind him also came to that conclusion. Because it's one thing for whether it was Sharp, whether right. it was Graham, right. whether it was Bork, to decide that maybe it's a change, but to get them all on the same page. Because mm -hmm. I think probably – somebody in the border region wanted to keep Fisher. No I, doubt. I, There's probably a couple I, that did. I'd be willing to bet that Graham wanted to keep Fisher. Okay. I'm just saying this, but my point being is, I'm getting back to what Russ, being with the, what's your guy's name again? Chip? Chip's thinking. Yeah. I thought it was like probably from my gut feeling, talking to people. It was like 50, there are people for and people against, and I go, okay, if it, nothing's going to probably happen until the end of the season. Because, you know, they'll go down to, to LSU, lose their 10th straight road game, and if people want to fire them, if those people went out and have the money, I never thought it would happen when it did. Mm -hmm. 
You know, it's interesting because there's no way that I thought that this would happen at this time. There's just, I mean, I, it never even crossed my mind um, that they would cut bait with him with this much contract to, to give. Now, is it something that needed to happen? Yeah, the the timing is just is bad in terms of the contract, but it's, you know what, the, the money's there. I mean, it, they wouldn't fire the guy if the money wasn't there, right? I mean... A lot of people are ranting and raving about how, you know, you know what a joke this is. and that. It may be, but it's not our money right here. It's, it's somebody's stepping up to pay the thing, and, and uh, they felt like it was high time. I salute A&M because usually A&M is very slow to make the move. And we've talked on this show. I've talked with Louie before, too. It's like the thing, it's difficult to hire a football coach, but the thing that separates A&M and Texas and OU is that OU made some bad hires before they got stoops, but they were really quick to part with those guys. Same thing with Texas. Whereas A&M has been so reluctant to part with a guy, I, did I got to salute A&M for taking, being really, you know, proactive and saying, this is not the guy, we're not going to wait any longer. I'm with you 100% because I, I, I use Auburn too. They're not going to take losing. I mean, right. they're saying like, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna go. Forget it. I don't care what it costs." And I think A&M's picked up to the SEC. You can't you can't let money decide that you're not going to do it because it's all about money. No, ha- having said that, too, I mean, I think we would all agree that A&M has not made the right decision as the head coach since 1988. That's been 35 years ago since they hired RC, and that was the last time they got a coaching right. And that move was pretty darn easy because, you know, it was just the transition. You know, they're, they're getting Jackie out of there. You know, all that scuttlebutt with the NCAA and how close A&M was to the death penalty. Well, you just try to do as solid as you could to get RC in there. Well, that turned out to be one hell of a hire. But it's been 35 years since they got it right. Okay, so, you know, I've been thinking about this because other places have seemed to – get it right a lot more quickly than these two state schools have gotten it right. And, and I'm wondering if there's something about the the spotlight, the magnitude, the different uh, fingers in the pie in both of these places between boost. And I know this happens everywhere. Mm-hmm. But I was talking to, to Dusty today, and I, and I, I go back to Tom Herman. <clears throat> when Tom Herman went to Texas – I had watched Houston the year before, okay, three or four games, because I don't know why, because they were on when I was flipping and watching football. And I'd turn over there and I'd go, that, that is a really well-coached football team. Mm-hmm. I mean, I am impressed with what this guy has come in and turned this team into, right? He gets to Texas, and I'm going, that wasn't the team I watched in Houston. Right. That's not even close. What 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 happened in the in the ninety miles between or hundred miles between Houston and Austin that this guy forgot how to coach? Right, we've seen that here. Uh, we, we've Al- seen Alabama other guys. Did, Alabama didn't want to lose Franchoni. Go back to that. Correct. What, what did Franchoni do when uh, he got here? Pe- people are jumping up and down when he comes. Right. Right. Every hire in since nineteen eighty eight. Aggie Nation has gone, yes, we have finally got the right guy every single time, except for Sherman. I I understand that Sherman people weren't turning cartwheels over Mike Sherman, which, as it turns out, probably the whole group. Might have been the best (laughs) He may have been the best, right? But but, um, I don't know because of the spotlight, the pressure from huge alumni bases, right, Maybe it's just different. You have to have the right guy. And and A&M, as you mentioned, since R.C. Slocum left, have not gotten the right guy. Yeah, I would, I would say that I agree with you, Hunter Sitchip, except for the one thing I would say is that in the last you know quarter of a century, in the last 35 years since we're talking about that time, at least Texas has hired a hell of a good coach who took him to two national championship games and took him to a national championship game. So, and you, remember, it took them, I think, three coaches from right. Daryl Royal or to four get coaches to, yeah. to get Mac Brown. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I'm saying. They were not going to be, you know, patient with a guy who wasn't the wrong guy. I mean, who was right. the wrong guy. Yeah. They, they just they knew that. Yeah. 
And so they, they made that decision. I think I'll tie both you guys in. I agree <clears throat> with that because when you, I think A&M has kept coaches too long because you look at Oklahoma, Gibbs wasn't the answer. Schellenberger wasn't the answer. Correct. They get rid of people. And A&M, John Blake and was John Blake. not the answer. Definitely and, not. And A&M hasn't gotten rid of people, but I think this is a move where A&M's saying, hey, look, it's not about the money. we got to win. We're one of the biggest. And so if the next guy coming in is not winning in three and four years – he probably needs to be gone by the – if you want to be like Auburn and Oklahoma and the people who are not going to accept losing. I think Florida might fire their coach. I mean, soon they're not going to accept losing. Well, Arkansas may have fired their coach too. But, sure. You know, the, the, the timing of this thing is, is a shame for A&M because, honestly, I would love to see them make the phone call to Detroit and say, hey, listen, Dan, I, you, know, you, want to come, you want this job. Dan's probably going to say no, but then I would say, hey, listen, you know, do I have permission to talk to your defense coordinator, who's Aaron Glenn? And, you know, but because they're, they're where they are and the lines are competitive, they're going to be in the playoffs, and you can't afford to hire a guy and wait for like that. I mean, you just can't do it anymore. So um, it's going to be interesting to see who they go after. Obviously, they got somebody probably in mind, or they wouldn't have made this hire. That's what I think. I mean, I don't think you can fire somebody without at least putting feelers out to your top three or I don't four think you guys. Can either. Right? more, Chip, right? I yeah. mean, you have to have somebody yeah. in mind, right? I would think so. And getting back to your deal, Rusty, you got to marvel at what Dan Campbell would, has done, but I would say is I was happy when they hired Sherman, but then after covering and come back, he had too much NFL. He was too he was no longer a college coach. But I will say the NFL has changed its style. It's more like college. It's more <clears throat> yeah, like college. It has become more like college. I agree with that. But, yeah. but it, it it'll be interesting. But I go back to what Chip said. I can't believe that they don't have one or two people that they feel pretty comfortable with. Mm-hmm. We're gonna go this way mm-hmm. because you just don't put that kind of money out well, there. It, it's it's think. vital you get this right. I mean, it's, it's vital. I mean, like we said, 35 years since you got it right. So you've got to get it right. You can't – I mean, they've made so many mistakes through the years. And, you know, like you said, Chip, everybody's, like, excited about – including myself. And I, I'd be lying to you if I didn't say I wasn't excited about Franchoni when he first came in here. It's like, you know, what he did at TCU, did a good job at Alabama when Alabama was down. And so uh, it, it only took me – took me real – uh, very very quickly to figure out. So before seventy six to nothing, so, you were yeah, seventy seven to nothing. nothing. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. okay. that was a that was a telltale sign. Yeah, yeah. But, but, but that being said, Rusty, with you saying they've got to get it right, I don't think right now you could throw one name out to me that I I would say that's a hundred percent sure yeah, Adam's going to win. But see, I don't think I, I I'm not sure. There is one of those. I, that's, what right? that's my point. Yeah. That's my point. That's I, why you might have to keep firing. You're, you're, you're rolling dice, right? That's why you might have to keep rolling. So, so, obviously, Elko's name's near the top, I would think. You know, what he's done at Duke. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm thinking about this today. I'm going, look, the guy was here. He he has a little understanding of, of the culture, maybe a little bit about the politics, although assistant coaches generally don't have to – be involved in any of that, but at least he knows a little bit about the culture, right? Yeah, he was a member of Miramont, so we can welcome him back there. <laughs> so, <laughs> nice plug. Sherman so, and some of them are also here and came back. So, yeah, so, but he did it at Duke. And you're going, well, if he can coach, if he went at Duke, he, he certainly went with the resources of Texas A&M. And I'm going, no, that's not true. That's that go back to what I yeah. just said. Exactly. Right? At Duke. He ain't in the spotlight. Right. Right? He's in football. He's not coaching basketball, Duke. He's coaching football. He's done a hell of a job in two years turning that program around. It's obvious this guy can coach. But I'll go back to what I said about Tom Herman. Does he come here after just two years as a head coach and doing great things and gets here and gets just swallowed up by everything that can swallow somebody up around here? And Jimbo Fisher did well in the ACC as well, and he didn't do well here, did he? So, no. once again, it's getting back you to don't what know. I said. You don't know. You might have to roll the dice a couple more times. No, I don't well, know if they don't, but they might. And, yeah, no one likes to hear that because, I mean, it's been, again. I just hope they don't give him a $77 million contract, whoever they hire. No, I don't, well, that's the key. I don't more than 75 <laughs> no, the, the key is here is like we talked about Franchoni, and then the very next year they go 7-5 and five and they give him an extension. extension. 
It's like the same thing. It's well, like, they went okay. to the Cotton Bowl. Remember yeah, they that went game? Seven, seven and five yeah. against yeah. a Tennessee team got spanked. Smoked. Yeah. And they had an extension. Well, because Notre Dame, there was that rumor. Same thing with Selman. There was that rumor that they wanted he wanted to go somewhere. Same thing with Jimbo. Same thing with Jimbo. He's going to LSU. Going to LSU. Like, yep. A&M's got to get over itself and its inferiority complex and say, listen, if you want to go somewhere else, don't Bye. let the guy hit you in the butt Bye. going out. I See agree. you later. I'm not going to give you an extension. That's where A&M has made mistake after mistake after mistake. And in fairness, many other schools have done the exact same thing. True. Why? True. Many. Yep. But, but you see, that's you can't be like all the others. And, and I get it, and that's that's what happens, and they, they're they going to be paying some money. But that's the, the grass isn't greener necessarily anywhere else if you just look over there. So that's what A&M's got to realize is like, okay, you're going to get this four- to five-year contract, and then – we're going to incentivize the crap out of it. And so that's what I hope happens, so that you get the bonus if you win the West. You get another bonus if you win the conference. You get another bonus. All these things, bonus, <laughs> bonus, bonus. But don't, For results. For results, yeah. yes. You, I mean, you get an extra million if you go to one sports talk with Chip. You know, yes, it's like, exactly it's, right. It's all about that. So Dan Lenning's name's been mentioned. Mm-hmm. Another guy who's done a heck of a job. Short time. Two years. Yep. Well, we only have a two-year window to look at see what he's done. It's been good, although he's made some crazy, crazy calls, calls. Right? He's got his own set of analytics up there, and I don't like them. You know, right now, I would say I don't know if he's in the mix because they have to wait for him so long. He's going to go to the college football playoff. Probably so. And so I would think they might have kept Jimbo <clears throat> if they were going to go wait and just, just speculation. Yeah, if, yeah. If they're going to wait till February uh, to hire him. Okay. Another name that's been uh, thrown around is Jeff Trailer at UTSA. Now, Aggie fans, I know what that's going to be ho hum. Why are we getting a coach from UTSA? I, I know that he's extremely well respected. I think they, had a, they did a pretty good job with a UTEP basketball coach before, right? I, I mean, I'm just you know I, I know from other people who know him, right? That they. Like, really like this guy, and this guy can coach. But is he big time enough for A&M fans to welcome him? I, I remember. Well, I, I think it's more creative than what they've done in the past. It Chip. certainly is more creative. And, so I, I would not and be you're hiring a Texas guy who knows exactly. every high school coach in the state. And I know yeah. one time A&M said, let's not hire that coach from Bowling Green. I don't think he'll, he'll win anything anywhere. Mm. Yeah. And they went, and they went the other route. Urban Meyer guy? Urban Meyer guy, yeah. yeah. He, he turned out to be okay. Yeah, he had his problems, but he came with national championships. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you're right, you're right, Chip. It's like maybe you go outside the box, outside the sandbox. Mm-hmm. Because like I said, A&M had a chance one time before <clears throat> to do that. Mm-hmm. Urban, Urban Meyer would have loved to come here. Mm-hmm. How does that turn out? Well, I've heard the Kansas State coach's name out there, you know, throwing around too. I mean, I, I like him, I by the way. Too. I Fact, mean, I, I like both. The, I I said I think last week. I think the two Kansas coaches yeah. are the best two coaches Leopold, in the Big yeah, Twelve. Yeah. So it, it, you know what? But back to your point when you said earlier about A and M and Texas struggling to hire coaches, yeah, I would agree because I think that Baylor and TCU have done a much better job in hiring coaches. Yes, they have. Yeah, much good, better. Good point. Yeah. That's a good yeah. point. I never thought about that. I mean, much better. Even Texas Tech sometimes at different yeah. spikes. Well. Spike did okay. No, I mean, you're, you're yeah, going way back. Yeah, I mean, way they back. did, they, they did it, pretty good with Mike Leach. Leach did, okay. yeah. I mean, you're right, I'm just saying this. I, for, I think for, they've for done that. pretty well with Joey McGuire. He's had injuries. They, they, yeah, they, you yeah. know, he was supposed to have a big year, and he's had a ton of injuries. But I use but that TCU as a great example because, you know, they had their guy for a long time, and, and they loved him, and then, you know what, he started kind of going downhill, and it's like it didn't matter that they loved him. It didn't matter that what he had, he'd taken him to the Rose Bowl. It didn't matter all those things. Like, okay, well, it's time to make it change. Mm-hmm. And then first year, the guy takes him to the college football playoff place for the last championship. So, right. I mean, I think sometimes change can be really, really good as long as you're not just changing for the sake of changing, right? And mm-hmm. I, I don't think A&M's doing that. I think A&M's making the right move. It's just comes with a lot. They're going to get laughed at a lot. It comes they're, with baggage. Yeah, comes with baggage. They're, no make, they're making the right move, and it comes with baggage. That's mm-hmm. the way I feel. I'm with you. Yep. It, it, it's going to come with baggage because you gave them the money. Mm-hmm. You screwed up, but now you can say, I'm trying to correct that. 
Yeah, I, I thought it was interesting that they, they, they gave the check for $162 million at halftime. And, and then, like, what are we going to use this money with? Yeah. Well, yeah. well, it's already been spent. It's already been spent. Yeah. That's when they – maybe they knew it. Maybe they know who it's going to, too, some of it. Yeah. yeah, who knows? Yeah, can you just sign this over and yeah. take it over to the guy on the sideline? Yeah, yeah. it's a really big check. you got to endorse it in really with, big with, letters. With the hat pulled down in the 14 jersey. No, just yeah. So, so the other thing you look at, guys, is – we're in an era where kids are going to leave, right? So no matter what, no matter what, yeah. it doesn't matter. If, yeah. if 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 Jimbo stays, he's probably hacked enough of the players. You know, right. a few players off, he'll, he'll they'll go. If Jimbo's gone, they don't like the new coach. Uh, you know, they're going to leave. They're going to leave no matter what. Right. <clears throat> uh, okay, I'm striving over here listening to the show, and I'm thinking like, well, a couple guys told me they were out there when the players checked in and came out and mm-hmm. they, he said a lot of them were just casual right. laughing no no big right. deal but then i was driving over i go well what has changed is nil it's like a job they're, if they're getting paid enough it doesn't matter who the coach is if i'm getting good, x good amount point. here at a&m good point can i get more money because good point when we talked to nia smith about coming back he said well he's weighing his options because yep. he had nil deals yep. nil even has changed that no question because yeah, they might leave, and they won't leave for the coach. They'll leave for more money. Or or if they think the coach can win, they know they're going to make more, money, more money if they win. For their deals. You're right. Yes. It's, and I'm saying NIL has changed us. You know, well, and that's the thing that it, I feel like the thing that people will say, hey, listen, look at, look at what Jimbo's done recruiting. And I'm not saying that anybody can do that, but I'm saying a whole hell of a lot of players, I mean, coaches can come here with A&M's resources and A&M's NIL money, and they can recruit. 100%. 100% because Sumlin could. Uh, Sherman mm-hmm. recruited the best alignment. If you can't recruit. But especially now with NIL money. In the yeah. SEC, if you can't recruit to A&M, a 5-4 and four team is 103,000 people out there to see a bad Mississippi State team playing an underachieving A&M team. What if those two teams were eight and two, That'd or be... even the, the home team if that's eight and two? Because it, it really doesn't matter, you know. Doesn't matter. Opponent. But yeah, I I felt scalper tickets go up if the other teams. Yeah, eight and two. yeah, yeah. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Any other names that you guys would like to see A and M talk talk to? Well, some people <clears> mentioned <throat> the Georgia defensive coordinator once yep. again. If you want to think outside the box, but then up. but then I'll. Elko's a defensive guy. Robinson's a defensive guy. So th- that doesn't make much sense to me because other guys have more proven it on that side. So I'm just saying their names are out there. Yeah, you know, again. I, I wouldn't mind seeing a defensive guy, quite frankly. I, I, I think um, the offensive guys have not worked out. Yeah. So if you're going to change, mm-hmm. let's change. I understand. That's good. Bring yeah. back the wrecking crew. <clears throat> so, so bring bring in a defensive guy. Well, which oh, is, you can go get a great offensive coordinator. I mean, that's not an issue. Which is the Elko advantage right there. <laughs> Correct. I mean, and sure, so, true. And well, Robinson stays. Get yeah. both of them. Yeah. Well, and, and just like you said, Chip, he, Elko's got some familiarity with this program. I know his family really liked this community. So those are things that work in advantage. It's not a dynamic. It's not the – but – I think AM needs to go to a different direction. They don't need They the need a football coach. Thing. Yes, they do. Absolutely. Yes. They just need a football coach. They need, exactly. They need, they a, need a ball coach. coach. I, I don't care if he wins the media. Uh, it, that doesn't matter. doesn't matter. No. Because if you win, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what kind of personality you have. It doesn't matter how smooth he is with the, uh, well, yeah, and, and handshaking with your big donors. Someone never the press conference. No, he here. never did. And he was supposed and, to be And that I would guy. argue he wasn't a real, real great around the big money people either. No, he wasn't. At, 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 but if you're, if you're winning, that stuff doesn't matter. Takes, that's way behind a guy that can come in and knows football and knows how to put a team together. Jackie wasn't good with the donors when, no, he, he, came in when he was winning because he didn't have to once and he, he wasn't started real winning. good with the media. <laughs> and he definitely wasn't real good with the media. <laughs> you just have to win. You just have to win. And, and who is it that you know you look at? That's, that's what you're doing. Who can do that, right? Do you have any interest in Lane Kiffin? No. Neither do I. No. no. I, I think A&M – I hate to say that because I think he's done a good job coaching, but AM doesn't need a gimmick. It's like you no. said, R- R- Rusty, everything's here. You've got everything at your disposal to win at the highest level. This is Al- Alabama. I think Lane something. Kiffin honestly would go against everything we just talked about that we'd yeah. like to see here at Texas. A&M, I agree with you. Right? 
Yep. Uh, not 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 a flash. I don't I don't want a flash. I want somebody who can coach football. And not that Lane can't. I'm just That's saying. Right, can't. But I you want a football. You don't coach. need a gimmick. You don't need a hideout play. I, I mean, just, it's nice. I just need a football coach. I agree. I, I'll throw one out at you. That this this is probably a real long shot, but I've heard it thrown out there just because of the situation and he's tired of this place. What about Dabo? I mean, would that be? I'd hire Dabo in a heartbeat. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't think twice about hiring Dabo. It would, Not twice. It would be worth at least checking out. I mean, know? I would make the call. Yeah, I mean, I, I would be a little worried with the ACC just because now well, the competition, right? Yeah. And now the competition's because you tougher. think he hasn't had enough He's competition or haven't won enough in the ACC. He was able to win his way <clears throat> and whatever, and he loses his That's coordinators. Right. And this year's he's struggling. I mean, he's what five and four, six and four. I guess he's six and four. And don't get me wrong. I think you're right. You got to call him, Chip. Because so here, here's of, what Alabama I would say about that. Okay. Mac Brown ran the course at Texas, mm-hmm. right? He he was unreal, and then he started losing. And we've talked about this. Once you do, man, it is just almost impossible to get it back to where you're it right. was. Right. You're right. Right. I think a change of scenery is something that would energize. Very Dabo. true. Very true. Right. I, 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 I can't I, argue that. And I think he is a hell of a football coach. I do too. Well, if you got him, and then once again, is he is in the ACC? Do you want to come in the new, improved steroid SEC when you're going to deal with Oklahoma and Texas and everyone, and well, you're going to walk into a big pressure cooker? You think uh, you think things are tough at? Well, you're not yeah, winning. Yeah, but he, he was used, he's used to that, right? I'm, I'm just saying. I mean, he's, he's been to the top I'm twice. Just, I'm just saying, mm-hmm. if he comes in, people, just like Jimbo, they're going to think national championship on one or two years. You know what? It's they a tough should. Yeah. Yeah. They should. If you go get somebody like that. I agree. You, you, he, they come with expectations, mm-hmm. right? But yeah. I might Now, not. you go get Mike Elko, and you think, look, this guy's going to build a program. Correct. He, he, he's, we've got talent. He's going to win. It may take three, four years to get to where we want to go. But now when you're starting to add eight extra teams to the tournament and you got 12 teams, your chances go up if you win nine or ten games, right? It's it's hard to, it's hard to find the right coach, you know? It is. Really hard. If it was, everybody would do it. Right. Yeah. I mean, Which look, is what Elijah Robinson it's, it's said like, today. It's like yeah. Georgia. Georgia hits a home run. They, they could, hit a home run. They, they but I'm going to tell you this. The first – Couple of years or maybe yeah. three years? Just his first year. No, it's two years. Okay, he two couldn't years. beat Alabama. I'm just saying that he, right. he, he went two ten, years. He went to ten wins pretty quick. Yeah, he did, yeah, but yeah. he couldn't beat Alabama. And the fans are grousing. It's like, no, we we need somebody to beat Nick Saban. And he's never won a press conference. No. Curry, Curry Smart is like boring. They can, <laughs> of know, course but, he is. But you know what? He's, Don't matter, he's a ball does coach, it? right? Yeah. He's got the skins he's on the He's what ball. Chip said. He's exactly. a coach. A he's real a good coach. If that's the definition, then I think Mike Elko would be a home run here. I'm not saying he wouldn't. I, I, I would I would give him a long hard look without question. I, I you know, again, he went to a program that's horrible, right? And, and made them a really good football team in two years. You really haven't had it, you know, you you hit a point that Anim really hasn't gone after a defensive first guy since RC. No. And so that would be interesting to go after a defensive guy first and then truly go out and get the creative offense coordinator and turn it all over. I mean, that shouldn't be that hard. No, it shouldn't. Right? Mm-mm. Uh, because, once again, if you're a great defensive coordinator, you know who the good offensive coordinators are. Of course you do. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I think a lot of people would be happy with Elko. I don't think there's any doubt about that because they liked him when he was here. And he's had a couple years now as a head coach. Yeah, it's Duke, but any any addition helps. And, well, you uh, have to go to a place like Duke if you've never had the right. coaching experience, and right. now he's proven himself in two years. Again, like you said, Chip, short sample size. It right? is. That's the that's the only <coughs> issue. I think there's three, four, or five guys you could hire, and you could spin them off as home run hires. I mean, definitely, because A and M's just too good of a job, and uh, it'll be interesting to see. Who the powers that be agree on? All right, I want to. Uh, I need a break. I want to come back and and talk about this A and M being too good of a job. Wow. Uh, uh, Kyrish Truck Center, Highway Twenty One, half mile east of the bypass in Bryan. Uh, go see my friend David Hogan, who has been over there for a long time. His family grew up here. He is part of the community, uh, and. We are at the tail end, the very end, of any lawn mowing season. But, hey, Thanksgiving is next week, and then Christmas is right after that. And then 
you turn around it's springtime and oh you got to start mowing your yard again and you've got one of those push mowers and then it's 110 degrees like it was all summer long you don't want that you need to go talk to david about his end of the year deals on the zero turn rider mowers by ferris and cub cadet cut your mowing time in half and david likes to say can help you make mowing as close to fun as it's going to get. Kyrus Truck Center, Highway 21, half mile east of the bypass in Bryan. For more than 20 years, Lucko Ranch Pond and Lake Management has been the trusted partner for comprehensive private lake and pond management services throughout Texas and its surrounding states. Lucko's pond design and construction services can build a new lake or improve an existing one, and the stocking and fisheries management can create a sport fishery or trophy bass hotspot. Contact us online at LuckoRanch.com, spelled L-O-C-H-O-W, LuckoRanch.com. 808 Technologies combines over 40 years of experience in electronics integration, specializing in sound, video, automation, and networking for both residential and commercial applications. The result is unmatched performance visually, sonically, and functionally. For the next level in custom electronic design and installation, contact 808 Technologies for a free consultation at 808tech.net. That's 808tech.net. Seamless Home Products wants to protect your home and landscaping the right way. The only way to be a 30-year-old company with an A-plus Better Business Bureau rating is to always provide our customers with quality work and dependable customer service. We will not cut corners on materials or installation. Seamless Home Products guarantees you that our work will be the best, and years from now, we will still be here standing behind it. Call for a free quote on gutters or screened enclosures at 979-779-3400 or visit SeamlessHomeProducts.com. 30 years of local professional service. Brazos Home Care is an Aggie and family-owned in-home care agency providing excellent home care services to the valley and surrounding communities. The Brazos Home Care staff specializes in personal assistance, hygiene, companionship, meal preparation, and light housekeeping. Brazos Home Care is available for as little as four hours a week to 24 hours a day. And Brazos Home Care offers expertise in navigating VA benefits for retired military. For more information and to set up a consultation, go online at BrazosHomeCare.com. This portion of the program brought to you by West Webb Albright and Ed Gentry. When you need legal advice, it stands to reason you want a law firm with experienced attorneys. West Webb Albright and Gentry has a well-earned reputation for integrity and a large team of professionals to meet your personal and commercial legal needs. Services include construction, banking, real estate, medical and health law, and estate planning, just to name a few. Call 694-7000 or online at westweblaw.com. West Webb has offices throughout the state with the principal office in College Station. We're playing a little Chicago today, if you weren't with us in the first hour. Um, we had uh, one of the founders of Chicago on. Um, we're talking a little football. I asked Ross this yesterday, because we talked about R.C. Slocum, and the, the last uh, conference championship was 1998, Rusty. You've reminded yep. us of that continually over the years. Everybody does. That's what I do as the historian. Yeah. Right? You are the historian. <laughs> it's pretty, it's pretty historian. easy to remember. All oh, heck, yeah. he's got to remember the, that one. The, 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 the bottom line is when you go back in history of this program, there haven't been a lot of great seasons. No. Right? The 90s were good. Under they were our, good, but they were ne- but they, they never sniffed the national title, they, right. which is what A&M That's won. That's why I said right? they were good. They won a title. They, they, they yeah. won, and they dominated the Southwest Conference, and then basically— You know, you had year, two good year years two. with Bear Bryant, basically. Yeah. You, you, you had you, one year you won the Southwest won Conference— title. Uh, with 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 Gene and, and and one time in one time yep right uh, before that was bad after that could have won a national title with Emory yes Emory had a, had uh, about, about three yeah. three yeah. good years right Jackie had three good Jackie years. had three good years but he always lost the game early so he took it took <clears throat> it out he wasn't in the running correct right, right. whether it was in Nebraska and that was or whatever. like even when A and M went twelve and zero that one year there was no chance for them to win a national title because. They were just the kings of the Southwest Conference. And so, you know, mm-hmm. it's like even if they had beaten Notre Dame in the Cotton Bowl that year, which they didn't even come close. It was 23. I mean, that was a great Notre Dame team. But, um, yeah, I mean, today I was thinking about that because, like, 
you know, the Niners really were good, and our city was really good, but they never got to where they didn't were in the national spotlight. They weren't in the like national today. spotlight, right? right? The only time they were in the national spotlight was that '98 team, and they upset the, the Kansas State because that that Kansas State team, I think, wins the national title. Right, mm-hmm. right. doesn't right. beat them. Yeah. So, and the only other t- time they got national attention, it seemed that when they beat a Heisman Trophy winner. You right. Know, yeah. It seemed like that's in the Cotton Bowl. Different times, yeah, no sure, twice, yeah. yeah. But it was such a regional You're right. conference that no one gave them the time of day until, and that's what the, the move to the Big Twelve was exciting because it's like it was, okay, yes. now it you're was. a national conference, yes. right? And you know, just things have gone one way or, or another. But yeah, it's you're right. It is like you know when you look at the history of this program, it's really pretty demoralizing. I mean, with all the resources they poured it into it. It is, but once again, is when I'm walking to the game last night, and it was by far Saturday night, best crowd, and you think people come in. Aggie Park wasn't even there a few years ago. A&M's right. got so much to enhance everything other than winning a championship. I mean, when you think about the what they've thing. done. I got to my seats. I'm like, this is for, you know, we had a guest who's, you know, a young girl who's thinking about coming to A&M, and she's like blown away. She's yeah. like, this is incredible. It is. I was like, this is a 5-14. and 14. And, you know, I mean, it, she was just un... I mean, same thing happened when my sister came to a game, you know, TCU grad a couple years ago. It was like, Or that was the can. No, it was the uh, Florida game last year, the 11 a.m., and she was mesmerized by how many people were there. I was like, there's no atmosphere here today. It's 11 a.m. for two bad teams. She goes, no, you don't understand. If TCU had this record, there'd be 13,000 maybe in the stands. That's it. Because they're, they're not going to turn out. Yeah. And so that's one of the things is like, man, it's all there if they can find the right guy. Let's talk about the quarterback on Saturday wow, night. Wow, he was fun. Let's talk with Larry. We're talking to him uh, coming up in the stairs. I mean, where's this guy been? I, I get it. Mississippi State is really bad. But yeah. when he got out, he looked on the outside like a running back, not a quarterback. He made great decisions in – you can do so much in a package like that when you have a quarterback that can run the run option like that. And we heard, you know, coming into the season that the reason Petrina wanted him was to run some kind mm-hmm. of packages like that. Mm-hmm. And was Jimbo holding him back or whatever? Because <coughs> never that, saw him. That would give the defense a lot of deals when you have no him doubt. in the background, back backfield, and Smith possibly coming in yeah. motion and a running back. Yeah. You got three guys that can run like that, and you go, where has this been? He was fun to watch, you know. He brought a dynamic. He did out there. A spark. Oh yeah, he a flare. Really was. Exactly. And he threw the ball well. Oh, God, he threw that, it well. That's what shocked me. Absolutely, I threw see this it guy, well. And I go, where has this guy been? I don't know. And he hadn't thrown a ball. In, this is twenty-one. Yeah. And I'm thinking, like, well, let's be honest. Moving forward, he's going to stay here. Uh, Johnson will probably go, but you've got a backup quarterback if you need him that can do a lot of different things. I don't know. You may have a starting quarterback the way this kid looked. I, uh, I realize it if, was a bad if, team. If Johnson goes, will he still be a sophomore somewhere? Junior. <laughs> junior. This, this year <laughs> no, counts. This year I, no, counts. I don't think so. I think that guy's going to be a career sophomore. Yeah. Maybe, it was, sophomore it, maybe it was in Jimbo's contract that he'll be for three years. At least, yeah. It's like, He's probably want to go somewhere where he could stay upright. That'd be good for him. Yeah, you know? Yeah, he needs to look at the offensive line. I think I think his dad will I think his dad didn't do a good job of scouting because his dad knows how important an offensive line is when you're a mm-hmm. quarterback that like that. So my guess is he's going to see who was in the Joe Moore award. Uh, I, I bet you Max Johnson was like going, man. <laughs> I wish I had a chance to play Mississippi State. Yeah. <laughs> Those guys you know are so that. bad. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they yeah. were really bad. It's like after the opening kickoff. Oh, which was like, I'm saying, like, holy cow. Yeah. And that happened. A&M dominated that game, and it was just like, there was, it's just name your score. Mm-hmm. It's like, it was just. It remind me of the Arkansas game that your Johnny just ran all over him because oh, Arkansas yeah. was home. so yeah. bad. Yeah. A&M just could name a score. They had that interim coach who was like the. John Smith. Yeah, the Hayseed guy. Yeah. He was something <laughs> else, man. He, you know, he had all the great country quotes, but that was about all he had. Right? Uh, no, that was uh, that that was an interesting game, and I kept thinking about you, Chip, the whole game. I was like sitting there going, like, Mike, this was a very good team under Mike Lee. It was, and it's hard uh, to believe it was dismantled that quickly. Serious, isn't it amazing what but coach will do? Coaching mm-hmm. matters, doesn't it? Coaching and talent, coaching, coaching and matters, chemistry and, and chemistry. Yeah, well, but, it's like but I think coaching it. is part of that chemistry. Yeah, yeah. There, right. There's no doubt because, I mean, 
we talked about this all year. You've talked about it. It's like, why would you hire a guy who's going to go anti-Mike Leach? Yeah, it makes no well, sense. It makes no sense at just, all. Just it's amazing no bad hires that people in charge make. The good news is they only owe him $4 million. Well, and you know what? They owe him a write him a check. I, I got up yeah. this morning. Yeah, I got up this morning. Just folded like, in. Like copycats. <laughs> yeah. Golly. Yeah. Yeah. Sam, I mean, Pitt, Sam Pitt was probably not answering his phone. I, I would <laughs> not answer his phone. Ooh. No. So, yeah. I, you know, we're just starting on that. I mean, we, you know, we're just getting started. Well, one fire leads to another because if you are Arkansas right now and you're thinking like, okay, Auburn got ahead of us last year. Correct. They come in with you freeze and just beat the crap out of yeah. Arkansas yes. at home. Yes. And you're thinking, okay, we already can't beat A&M and they want to get better. Yeah. And, <clears throat> and now Mississippi State – who also beat us with the worst team possible, they're going to get somebody better. Yeah. Man, if you're an Arkansas fan right now, you're not too happy. No. I mean, <laughs> but I go back to this as an a fan. I think that people are walking around here today. The, the majority of people that I've spoken to, and the majority of people that I've spoken to today are probably significant donors, I mean, with significant mm-hmm. money. And they think it's just, you know, again, this was the right move. And so, whereas I don't think Mississippi State has any clue of what they're doing, I mean, they don't even know which direction to go. I think A&M is in a position to go get a guy that can be, you know, uh, a really good coach. And I hope it, like we talked about, I hope their focus is on the guy who would be a really good coach. Not the biggest name, the guy who you think is really the best coach. Well, Rusty, you, you, you work at Miramont. You've got a great position over there. You deal with a lot of successful businessmen. I, I just thought this was a great business decision. When you, when, you're, when you have things that aren't gone right in business, you immediately fix it because you don't want to keep losing mm-hmm. money. Yep. And I think the people you hang around with, it, this was just a very sound business decision to make. It wasn't when they made it, but you, you move forward. That's how people business people become successful they don't win every time well, if, you're, if you're convinced that it's the wrong guy you don't just stream along you just don't i mean and that's where it came to is that whoever's in charge of this and i don't know who all the people are but i seriously doubt it was ross acting alone i mean i'm just saying no, no, no way that's about his pay there. grade yeah I'm with so you. i think there was you know maybe on that that plane ride back from from Ole Miss, it was there's some discussions about heavy hitters over there, and they said, you know, he's the wrong guy. It's not going to get done. I mean, he's you know, in his entire career here, he hasn't beaten a ranked team on the road. Mm-hmm. He hasn't done it. And so, if he hasn't done it in six years, why do we think he's going to do it? You know, I hear people going, well, what if he beats Ole Miss? What, what if he goes undefeated next year? Well, what gives you any idea that he's going to go, that's just stupid. It's like, yeah. when has he gone undefeated? We've been talking about how bad the offensive line is in five to six years. Mm-hmm. So, as sooner or later, you got to go, well, this guy doesn't do offensive lines very well. So, if we want to get a really good offensive line, we're going to have to cut back. That's it. So, I'll throw something out. I think Mississippi State, if they go get Dan Mullen, they, that, that would be a good move because he won when he was there, and he beat A&M a few times. He did. I, I'm just saying, if you're Mississippi State, I don't know if that's a possibility, but maybe they talked I to him. I saw his name come up Maybe they've today. talked to him. I've already seen his name come up. I said if they yeah. talked to him, that would be better than what Zach Arnett had done. You know? Oh, absolutely. I mean. And they, they caught lightning in a bottle with Dak Prescott and some really they good did. talent. Well, again. That's that's part of the deal. Now we know that Dan's a really good quarterbacks coach, yes, right? Is, a good yeah. offensive guy and a good quarterback teacher. And uh yeah, he he helped Dak Prescott and they were great when they were there. But that's part of coaching, man. You identify the guy you want and hopefully you get lucky with the guy you think he is when he comes in and you put him at that quarterback position. Do you happen to remember who his quarterback coach was at Mississippi State? I do not. Les Kenny. Les Kenny. Yeah, that's yes, right, he was. Exactly right. Right. Yeah. Les is probably listening right now. Shout well, out to him. I'm sure. Les is a member of Miramar. I see him every day. Les, might, out, know, so yeah. Les might know if Mullen's been contacted by Mississippi State. If he, if he shows up, we're in different shade I was introduced Les to like people who don't know him. I said, this is Les Kenny. He coached every place in the country. So, yeah. yeah I think, like, Which is true. Yeah. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Riders Roundtable for a Monday brought to you by 808 Technologies and Lucko Ranch Pond Management. By the way, I want to mention again, 
Really excited that coming up a week from Wednesday, November 22nd, is the 60th anniversary of the Kennedy assassination. We're doing a two-hour commemorative show on the Kennedy assassination, November 22nd, 1963. We have done scores of interviews over the years with eyewitnesses, with authors that have written books on it. Uh, uh, Abraham Zapruder's granddaughter wrote a phenomenal book called 26 Seconds. Uh, All of that will be part of this show on November 22nd from 4 to 6 p.m. This portion of the program is brought to you by Schulte Roofing and the Decker Financial Group. Schulte Roofing is the home of the bulletproof roof. Call 1-800-F-O-R-Roof. That's all you have to do. Get the best roof for your money. Save on energy, too. Schulte Roofs are above all the rest. They stand up to the test. This is Passport to Texas. Located in Lake Jackson, Sea Center Texas is a marine aquarium, fish hatchery, and education center, providing creative learning opportunities throughout the year. Right now, uh, the main education opportunity we have are summer camps. This year, we are doing wonderful wetlands where they'll go out and dip net in the wetlands and learn all about the species that live out there. And then we have Aquarium Mania, where they'll learn what it's like to work at an aquarium and they'll get to take a behind-the-scenes tour. We spoke with Juliana Moore this past summer before the camp started. She's an information specialist at the center. We have three public fishing events throughout the year. Uh, There is one in June, one in September, and the other one is in February. Those are youth fishing days, so anyone 17 and younger, accompanied by a parent, can come out and fish. And you can have fun with the fishes this holiday season. We have a big Santa Claus show, and Santa Claus actually scuba dives. So one of our volunteers will dress up as Santa, and he gets in there with his elves, and they put on a little Christmas show. Now that's something you got to see. You can find more Sea Center events on our website. Just click on the Parks tab and select Sea Center Texas. We record our series at the Block House in Austin, and Joel Block engineers our program. For Texas Parks and Wildlife, I'm Cecilia Nasty. For more than 20 years, Lucko Ranch Pond and Lake Management has been the trusted partner for comprehensive private lake and pond management services throughout Texas and its surrounding states. Lucko's pond design and construction services can build a new lake or improve an existing one, and the stocking and fisheries management can create a sport fishery or trophy bass hotspot. Contact us online at LuckoRanch.com, spelled L-O-C-H-O-W, LuckoRanch.com. Have you ever invested through a large national brokerage firm? Have you felt like nothing more than number? At Raymond James, we never count our success in terms of number of clients we serve. Instead, we focus on how we serve them, establishing honest, personal relationships with each individual. You see, our goal is not to be the largest investment firm around here, but to be the finest. For a customized assessment of your portfolio, call financial advisor Blaine Decker at 693-7600, located in College Station. Raymond James Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. Life well planned. being with us on a Monday edition of the Writer's Roundtable, brought to you by Lucko Ranch and 808 Technologies. Robert Cessna is here. Rusty Burson is here. The timeline is always, hey, let's do it as quick as possible. But as you've mentioned, Cease, there are extenuating circumstances if you think you want to go for, uh, after a coach who may be in the playoffs. Yeah, because you got to worry about that now with the early signing date. I forget when that is in December. You got middle to, of the December. You got to transfer portal open up because now yes. you have that window, and if you don't get those guys that you want, so to speak, you'll never get them. But right. who's your coach? What do you need? Do you need more linemen? You know, what, right? You can keep all the recruits. So 
it's easy for to say we said a little bit ago, well, coach will come in, he can get his own people. Well, it's hard to come in if all the guy, good guys are gone in the transfer portal. And that's why I said I don't know if Lanning would be an answer because you got to wait for him. And we're looking at you know college football playoffs not until December and January. So I'll, take the, I'll be the devil's advocate. If you're 100% convinced that he's the guy, mm-hmm. it's worth waiting for. Sure. I mean, if, True. You're, if you're 100%. And I'm not saying that they are. But you don't want to be so short-sighted. I mean, I know what you're saying. True. But with the transfer portal, with all these things, I mean, players are going to be out there. I agree. They're always going to be out there. But it's hard to keep guys I, if I you don't tell them who the coach is and you can't tell them and who that, the coach that's is. Why, that's the why I said when, you know, my ideal choice would be Dan Campbell, but you can't yeah. wait that I long. You're right. And it'll be Man, because you could be February. They could be in the playoffs. I'm, and they could be they're in the They're going to be in the playoffs. Yeah, they're going to be in the yeah. playoffs. That's yeah. why I'll be interested to see what, because we, we all agree, you'd think they have somebody in mind. And, and by the so. way, I don't, Dan's not coming. No, no. He's so I mean, he's good. In yeah, NFL. and so matter of fact, I texted him last night after game. <laughs> I night. love the Aaron Glenn. Uh, oh, I do too. By the way, I would love to see Aaron Glenn because that guy is so well spoken. Yes, he's been such a good coach. Um, he's you know he loves A and M, and it's not just because he's naggy, but I'm just telling you. I mean, you're talking about a lot of things working in your favor with an African American dynamic players coach that you know has done it in the NFL, and so. But again, I don't know if the timing on that would be great. I, I sure hope somebody's making a call, though. I mean, I just it would be short-sighted not to make that call to Aaron Glenn. Well, he said he talked to form, he'll get former players' input, which you think he will. That doesn't mean you're going to go with what the input is there, but obviously his name would have to be out there. Yeah, and, and I think put too much stock is put into the, the former players' input sometimes. I understand. You know? It's Sometimes it's just a service it's to say it. It's just a service, yeah. Because I remember when they're doing the whole Kevin Sumlin thing, and I was a 12-man foundation, and my relationship with the with, – you know, I, I raised money from former athletes. And so um, I had a lot of those connections. And so they, you know, a lot of people want to say their, their thing. But at the end of the day, you've got to just make the decision based on, man, this is, this is the right guy. And, and the ball coach. The, the ball coach. coach. And I go back to that because I think you nailed it, Chip. The ball coach. The ball That's coach. who they need right now. Uh, no, no question. In the mm-hmm. worst way. Mm-hmm. Well, it's going to be interesting. Oh, Never man. a dull moment, so we'll, we'll sit back and wait. And the other thing is, we just said this, but some other jobs are going to start coming open pretty quickly, mm-hmm. right? And then you have this domino stuff, right? So I, I, I like the timing now. We'll see who they have targeted, and we'll I, see how quickly it can happen. I like the timing if it works to their advantage because you're hoping that's why you did it. Absolutely. You want to be first. And the loyalty thing is where, you know, you have to kind of walk on eggshells here because, I mean, so let's say Mike Elko is the guy. Do they go right now and say, you know, Mike, we're, we're offering this job, but we need you to leave Duke. You know, I mean, you're, we need you not to coach the bowl game. You finish the season. but You know, that happens more often than not these days. Yep. And so, I mean, that's the other thing is like, you know, I – I just know that how loyal somebody like Dan is. Well, to but the frankly, I'm more impressed by coaches will say, "No, I'm going to coach my guys in the bowl game. I right? I'm not going to leave them before the bowl game." Right. I'd have more yeah, respect for more, any coach that did that. I'm a that. lot more impressed with guys who go into the locker room and say, "Hey, listen, guys, got a great opportunity. I'm sorry." Like, yeah. As opposed to like, I remember some coaches that just they never even addressed their team. Right. Correct. Correct. Not leave. good. Not yeah. good. Correct. Tougher these days because of social media. All the players, most players know coming to the meeting yesterday knew that Jimbo was fired. Absolutely. Already knew it. Yeah. yeah. Already knew. Uh, we've got about four minutes left. Wanted to just throw in a little hoops note that the Fantastic, Aggies got man. probably the yeah, how best about that? Yeah. win that Buzz has had on the road. Uh, true, certainly non-conference win. True road game, yeah. True road game. Quad one win. Yeah. Hadn't had any of those. Big win for them, and, and they, we'll have other opportunities before we're done in December. Three guys and 20 points, you know, that sure. was so good. I mean, it was such a big win. And Ohio State is not one of the top 25 teams. No, they're teams, not. But they're a great name school. No, and and you, they had 13,000 people there. Yeah. You're playing on the road, a true road game. Uh, they're playing in a uh, – there'll be a lot of Aggies, I know, at Moody Coliseum tomorrow night. But, but – SMU had it going for about five years in basketball. Now that has fallen off. 
their best player transferred to Memphis before last season, and they paid the price for that. Uh, don't know what they have right now. Beautiful redone arena that they have, and for for several years, man, they were packing it out. I mean, the people were coming, and that became the thing to do on that campus. Anymore, I don't know. I'm sure A&M will bring a good crowd. I'm sure A&M will bring some SMU fans in. Uh, but it, it's not the easiest environment either on the road. No, but this. But goes, they should go up and win that game. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you easily. go to Ohio State, then yeah. you should be able to go to SMU no question. and win. Yeah, no doubt. But I mean, what I loved about it is that you know there was just every opportunity for them to fold down the stretch, and they just came through. And they, and they had plays. free throws. Yes, they did. They had not shot free throws well the first game and a half, but down the stretch they hit them when they needed to. It's That's just, a big I mean, deal that, on the that, road. That backcourt with Boots and Wade yeah. Taylor, man, it's just so strong. It is. And that's what you have to have. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, I mean, you're missing one of your dynamic pieces, and who knows how long that's going to yeah, be. Yeah, I don't know if he's coming back. I, I don't just, know. Yeah. I, you know, that would be a huge loss it would. if he can't come back. Yeah, it would. But, you know, Henry really stepped Henry up. Henry needs some help. Yes, he does. But he stepped up against Ohio State. He did. I, I really thought but, he was. But, you know, you can't – Henry's not a 20-point-a-game guy. No, he's right? not. No. He, he, he should be a 10-11 to 11 rebound a game guy, and for the most part he is. Yeah, but he's certainly not a twenty point a game guy. Yeah, it's it's going to be real hard for them to get where they want to be without Marble. Um, but you know, they, and they're they, going to have to have some other guys step up and score the well, ball. Well, and there's some athletes. There's some good looking athletes out there that you know. I mean, some of these new guys. I mean, it, it's it's early, but you can't help but w- want to see how these guys <laughs> evolve. I mean, Anderson Garcia had a heck of a game. Yeah. You know, he had 13 God, boards. He's the best pest in the country. I mean, that yes. guy is a nuisance. And I mean that in a really good way. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, Le- Le- Wildens Levesque, he's just a big body in the middle. Yep. He's not going to score. He might be able to knock people around as they're driving to the hoop mm-hmm. and keep them out of the paint five times during the course of a game. He's got five fouls to give, right? Correct. Yes, yes, he Correct. Does. That's yeah. my point. Yep, yep. So we'll we'll see how that goes. Uh, they will be home on Friday night. Well, you look, you got to look forward to it. Some home game, the new football coach will be introduced at halftime yeah, of the that, game. So that, uh, will bring, that? that will bring people out. If you tell them they're going to introduce, it'll be, pa- it'll be packed. They will that. pack it out if they tell them the new football coach is going to be introduced I at halftime. The day that Fran was announced at the basketball I, game, I, I do too. Yeah. Yes, we do. Yeah. They, they put all the towels out. It was such a big deal because that was a really bad basketball team back then. Yes, it was. Fran came out, but a big crowd came. It was out. a big crowd. A big yes. crowd came out. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, maybe next Monday won't be quite as exciting. We'll see. Hey, we're going to be talking about ACU, baby. There you go. Rusty Burson. Oh, that's right. There's a game. There is a game. Robert Cessna. We didn't talk any about ACU, as a matter of fact. Uh, David Gardner's Jewelers wants to get you ready for the holidays. And if you want to give something special this year as your holiday gift from David Gardner's, I would suggest you go sooner rather than later, especially these original DG designs that he does. Maybe it's one of those uh, Black Bay Tudor watches or a Rolex. I had a great conversation with Jerry about a week and a half ago about Rolex watches. Uh, David Yerman Jewelry, so much more. For over 40 years, David and Julia Gardner have been part of this community uh, and part of what makes it go as a community. When you do business with them, you're doing business with a lot of other nonprofits in the community because of how they give back. David Gardner's Jewelers, 911 University Drive. 808 Technologies combines over 40 years of experience in electronics integration, specializing in sound, video, automation, and networking for both residential and commercial applications. The result is unmatched performance visually, sonically, and functionally. For the next level in custom electronic design and installation, contact 808 Technologies for a free consultation at 808tech.net. That's 808tech.net. 
For more than 20 years, Lucko Ranch Pond and Lake Management has been the trusted partner for comprehensive private lake and pond management services throughout Texas and its surrounding states. Lucko's pond design and construction services can build a new lake or an improving existing one, and the stocking and fisheries management can create a sport fishery or trophy bass hotspot. Contact us online at LuckoRanch.com, spelled L-O-C-H-O-W, LuckoRanch.com. All right, hope you enjoyed the show. We will uh, try again tomorrow here on The Zone. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit when you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.